Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. What is up, Waffle Gang? I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some r slash am I the butthole. If you'd like to skip the initial waffle, timestamps are in the description and along the timeline below. But if you are new here, please consider hitting that like, that subscribe, and maybe that notification bell too, as I can't express how much it really does help out our channel. And yesterday, we did have some new members over on YouTube, which is hugely appreciated. We had Mini Potato, we had Candace Ryan, and we had Commander Cop. Thank you so much for your love, support, and time, and for everyone for just taking 20 minutes out of your day to be here. It really does mean the world. And let's crack on with today's stories. Much love, guys, you spicy so-and-sos. And our first story was a request on Twitter that someone sent to me, and it's from Optimal Letter 9194 Am I the asshole for sending my daughter away? I, 52 female, am a single mum with five kids. Three of them are adults and two, 14 female and 13 male, are minors who live with me. Their father is currently incarcerated. 14 female has been diagnosed with major depressive disorder and severe anxiety and has been struggling with it for the past two years. I've tried to be there to support her, but I work a lot to make ends meet. There have been some issues in my past that may have contributed to her condition, alcoholism, but I'm working on getting it under control. The problem is that I feel like she isn't making any progress. She has meds that apparently aren't working anymore and she's been hospitalized twice. I feel like she isn't implementing any of the skills and coping mechanisms she has learned. She says that she's trying but it's harder than I think it is. I've been through my own issues before and I do realize that it's not easy but I feel like it's been long enough. So I made the decision to send her to her aunt's house for a few weeks. I think she will be able to have more of a rigid schedule and support system over there. I told her about it last night and she freaked out, told me that I didn't love her and that I was just sick of dealing with her and her issues. And when I stuck my ground, she told me that she didn't feel safe at her aunt's house and she'd go anywhere but there, which I think are just excuses. So am I the arsehole? Edit some additional information. One, she had a therapist for months, but she was the one who wanted to stop about a month ago because apparently her therapist was saying a lot of things that made her feel bad about herself. I'm actively looking for a new one within our budget. Two, I love my daughter very much despite what you think. Three, my adult children do not speak to me. They keep in touch with their younger siblings, but I don't even know where they live. Four, I probably should have included it in the post, but another reason for sending her away is for my son's sake. He hates seeing his sister like that and it makes him extremely upset that she won't interact with him anymore as they grew up very closely. Also, they have a drastically different relationship with their father and it's something that causes fights between them. He regularly speaks to and visits Edie because of COVID, him, and she has been no contact for about two years now. Now, to me, there's so many paths this one can go down from the alcoholism and how it contributed to, you know, the daughter's well-being and how she's feeling about that now. And sending her to the aunt's house in itself 
and she's saying anywhere but there and you know that's that's really worrying that she's so concerned and you're just downplaying it why is she so worried about going there and you're just like oh it's just excuses you're gonna send her there anyway like what the hell and then there's the dad in prison why is he in prison what did he do and has that contributed somehow to all this as well and then you comparing your own issues to her diagnosed major depressive disorder and severe anxiety and you're just playing it down like oh i've been through my own issues and i've sort of come out the end of it that's like come on man but you know if she's not making any progress why i don't understand why you think sending her somewhere she doesn't want to go that she's really concerned to go to would make it work would be a better option and how long is she gonna be staying there for like indefinitely her mother is gonna abandon her because of this it just doesn't make sense to me you are gonna be the asshole in this situation to me but let's check out some comments to see what they say and yen rotica says the biggest you're the asshole i can possibly give let's count why one, you're quick to dismiss that your alcoholism has seriously contributed to her illness and give yourself plenty of leeway on getting it under control, which you don't give her, despite the fact she's 14. Being 14 is hard enough. Two, if she's not making any progress, why would sending her somewhere she really hates be any better? It's obvious you're just trying to get rid of her so it's less of a headache for you and she's definitely aware of that. Three, the fact that she's saying anywhere but there about her aunt's house is so upsetting. How do you know nothing bad has happened to her there? Have you even bothered asking her why she doesn't feel safe there? At 14, sounds like this poor kid has been through more than some adults. The fact that she's been hospitalized multiple times is terrifying. Take actual care of her and ask her what she needs. And Ace of Spades YT says you're the arsehole and quotes, she didn't feel safe at her aunt's house and she'd go anywhere but there. And then says, if she didn't feel safe at her aunt's place, then don't send her to her aunt's place. If you dismiss this as just an excuse, I think I can see why she may have some diagnosis. And Oh really says, you're the arsehole for so many reasons. I'm surprised no one has brought it up. You're an alcoholic that's still working on getting it under control. As a 52 year old adult, why are you allowed 50 plus years to get your shit under control, but your child needs a timeline? Your child deserves better than you. And the disciple Matt says, you're the arsehole complex case and without knowing the details behind why she doesn't like her aunt, it is hard to render a verdict. That being said, it sounds like you just arbitrarily made the decision to send her off without a discussion. That's pretty jacked up. How much input are you getting about how to support your daughter? Join any groups? See a therapist? What are you doing besides criticizing her little girl exactly? And Deletion says, you're the arsehole. It sounds like you have a lot more to do with her depression than you think. I absolutely hate the thought that some parents treat their own children like this. It absolutely breaks my heart to see a mother neglect their child when that child is majorly depressed and in need of serious help. Wow, I'm just speechless. So heartless. And now I turn this one to you guys. What do you guys think of this situation and how would you deal with it? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. And our next story comes from Scholar Stunning 1206 Am I the arsehole for asking my sister to give up her seat because my pregnant wife needed to sit? Yesterday, my 32 male, wife 31 female, and our two kids, 4 female and 2 male, and some extended family went for a walk in the mountains. I say walk instead of hike because there were several trails that didn't involve actually having to hike. All went well until we stopped at a rest spot. My wife is five months pregnant and is damn well determined to keep active before she gets too exhausted to do so. The rest spot only had one small bench to sit at to stop and rest for a minute and the family except myself, my wife and my father all took turns sitting. My sister, 20 female, sat down for a few minutes with our daughter while everybody got pictures and I asked her if she could stand up because my wife's back was bothering her. My sister refused. 
Just to make it clear, she has no back issues, leg injuries, chronic pain, etc. She told me that if my wife's back hurt so bad, then she should have sat down first. My wife told her that she wanted to be polite and let everyone else go first. My sister said that your pregnancy isn't my problem and our mum got the mum look on her face and told her to stand up, so she did. While my wife was sitting down, my sister came up to me and said that being an entitled victim wasn't a good look for my wife and I, and I told her that she'd already had a few minutes and it's my wife's turn. She replied that it was unfair and that she really felt sorry for my kids, and I snapped at her and told her that it was her future kids that should be pitied. The group started moving on so our argument was cut short, but now I can't stop thinking about it. I'm not going to bring it up with my wife because I don't want to upset her, but I can't stop wondering if we did act entitled. Now, I'm going to have to come into this one from my perspective and what I did before like the pandemic and you can go on public transport and stuff like that. And if I ever saw anyone, you know, pregnant, elderly, someone hobbling along, you know, I just I just personally think it's common decency to offer them a seat if they need it. So for sister to turn around and say something like your pregnancy isn't my problem is just a really scummy thing to say, in my opinion. Sure, we could go down the path that, you know, husband waited for the actual sister to sit down and then asked her to get up. But this could have been situational, you know. We don't know how long they had stopped and everyone was taking turns sitting down. Her back only might have started hurting in that moment. Then husband said, oh, can, can my wife just sit there a moment? Because her back's just started hurting. You know, and if that was me in that situation, if I was, I was absolutely, I would have offered it her in the first place, sit down for a moment. Or I'd have sat on the floor. I mean, it's not that difficult. If, you're, if your back's fine and you're perfectly healthy with no issues, like it says in this post, sit on the floor is not that hard. It seems like to me that sister's got a, a bit of a bee in her bonnet about something, maybe about this pregnancy. I know, it, that's the way it comes across to me. For someone to say your pregnancy isn't my problem shouts that there's a greater issue here to me anyway. Some weird dynamic going on. But let's check out some comments to see what they say. And one Mike Nation says, everyone sucks here because this is where I'm lost. Your wife is pregnant, but when you got to the rest spot, everyone else took turns sitting down before her and you waited till your sister sat down to tell her to get up. It's your wife's turn. I mean, if your wife is five months pregnant, why weren't you upset at the numerous people who sat down before your wife? I'm not sure if I want to say no one's an arsehole here or a little bit of everyone sucks here. A person doesn't have to have a chronic illness or pains to be tired enough to sit. Everyone was taking turns, so why did you wait until your sister was sat to ask her up? Why, like your sister said, hadn't you made sure your wife sat down first if it really bothered you that much? Your sister also could have been a bit more understanding, but she's not exactly wrong when she says someone else's pregnancy is not her problem. Her and your comments about the children were uncalled for and makes you wonder about just how mature either of you are. And Savage Inc. Studios, hey hey, says, not the arsehole, any decent person with a physical disability would just plop their butt on the ground instead of using the only chair when there is a pregnant woman present. Getting up from sitting on the ground is a task for a pregnant person. And Pagan Breed replies to this saying, this is the absolutely weirdest set of judgments I've ever read here. OP says the sister had been sitting for a few minutes and apparently no one has the reading comprehension to realize that means he didn't ask someone to stand right after they sat. OP clarifies on his own accord that his sister has no obvious ailments because that is exactly what Reddit would ask, and Reddit promptly assumes he thinks only people with ailments need help. Reddit says this too, while somehow failing to register that we do have an individual who needs extra care here, his pregnant wife. They also dismiss that pregnant people can be polite and let others sit first. Not the arsehole at all. Jeez. And OK Sympathy says not the arsehole, the pregnancy isn't even the issue here. Everyone else was taking turns resting and your sister refused. She sounds incredibly entitled and selfish. Is she a teenager? Hopefully. 
An apple juice in the hall says not the asshole. Pregnancy has nothing to do with it. If someone says their back hurts and asks you for a seat, you should offer it unless you have your own need for it. And quote, while my wife was sitting down, my sister came up to me and said that being an entitled victim wasn't a good look for my wife. Then says, someone is being an entitled victim, but not your wife or you. And Bored Again says, everyone sucks. Your sister should have given her turn. She is right that pregnancy isn't her problem, but both you talking about each other, kids slash future kids, makes everyone suck. Don't drag in kids. And then Scuba CC replied to this saying, when did we get to the point where people stop being considerate of other family members who need a little extra consideration for a temporary condition? Is this a Reddit theme of being disdainful of pregnancy and children in general? I would give up my seat to a random pregnant woman on a bus because I remember how exhausting and painful pregnancy can be. I would certainly give up my seat on a bench to a family member who needed it. What the fuck kind of attitude is this that your family member is going through a temporary discomfort and it's okay to ignore it and monopolize a bench to yourself because their discomfort isn't your problem? That's really awful. And now I turn this one to you guys. What do you guys think of this situation and how would you deal with it? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. And our next story comes from BigArt261. Am I the arsehole for telling my parents to punish my sister? I, 15 female, live with my parents and my siblings, 11 female and 8 male. My sister and I do not have a good relationship. I think she's spoiled, entitled and whiny as hell. I think my parents let her act however the heck she wants to act and they don't give a crap how it affects everyone else. It's like she's still two years old, allowed into everyone's things, to interrupt when people are talking, is allowed to dictate shit even when it's meant to be someone else's turn. Like my brother's birthday, he wanted burgers and she wanted pizza, so even though her favorite place he doesn't like and it was his birthday, or when it was mine and I wanted tacos and she wanted pizza, another time I was babysitting and my brother and I wanted McDonald's and she wanted pizza again and she threw an epic tantrum because she couldn't get her away and then our parents told me I was wrong. Even for family time, she will throw a tantrum if she doesn't like the movie Chosen, and then she gets to choose. They've even changed my brother's last two birthday parties to do what she likes instead of what he likes, and he was heartbroken the last time because he really wanted to go go go-karting. I hate it. She's not a baby. She's just spoiled, and I do not like spending time with her. I only spend time with her when it's family time, and even then, it's such a pain in the ass. I have a diary where I vent about her, so I won't end up saying stuff to her face. I keep it under my mattress. Yesterday, I was dropping off stuff at my grandparents' house and when I got home, she had turned my room upside down and she found my diary. She was hurt by the stuff I wrote and mad about it too and she threw another tantrum. But I was more pissed. My parents were mad at me when she snooped and tossed my stuff around. They said my punishment should be having to clean it up, which I found really unfair and I told them that it was her that they should punish. I told them nobody will deal with her eventually if she keeps acting like that and she deserved to be punished for doing what she did. My parents were then even more mad that I was telling them what to do and how to parent. They said I should apologize for that. I don't think it's wrong when they're the ones encouraging bad behavior. I also don't think it's fair when they let her get away with shit. Am I the asshole? Now this is gonna be an absolutely not the asshole in this one, but it's also really sad in some ways that this girl is growing up to be that entitled because they're enabling this behavior and she's going to grow up being this entitled and she what chance is she going to stand in life if they carry on down this road it's, it's just really sad that that we all know how this is going to affect this child's future life if they don't rein in this behavior as soon as possible 
and clearly it's affecting all the other siblings as well so they're raising an entitled child and and pushing away their other children at the same time how bad is that how sad is that for that family again 100 not the arsehole op show them this post i think op's very well spoken and their feelings come across very well and i think showing them this and the reactions people are giving them it might give them a pause for thought maybe not but who knows and Chris says, not the asshole. This is clear favoritism. She's going to have a hard time when she gets older and people stop tolerating her shenanigans. Your parents are mad at you because you are right. If they weren't so bad at parenting, you wouldn't need to tell them how to parent. And Morgan Boas says, not the asshole. Your parents are enabling her behavior and they are either willfully ignorant about it or know exactly what they're doing and have picked her out as the golden child. Can you go to your grandparents about how your parents and sister are acting? And Lulu says your parents are unlikely to change at this stage of the game, unfortunately. You've tried to explain your side. Is there any chance of family therapy? In 10 years time, your parents are going to be all, we have no idea what went wrong when you inevitably go low or no contact. And Capable Ad says, not the arsehole, ignore your sister, invest your time in your little brother. That relationship will pay dividends later on. Your parents are disappointing in many ways. I'd phrase things with them that way. Keep your sister out of it. I'm disappointed by how you play favorites. I'm disappointed how my privacy is not respected. I'm disappointed that you won't allow little brother to celebrate his birthday according to his wishes. Your sister needs to be ignored. Do not engage. Does she have any friends? I seriously doubt it. Let your parents know they are letting you down. If nothing changes, make plans to leave as soon as you're able to do so. These are people you can't depend on, unfortunately. I hope you can carve out better allies from your grandparents, teachers, friends, or other relatives. And now I turn this one to you guys. What would you do in this situation if you was OP? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. And our next story comes from Toei Zombies. Am I the arsehole for refusing to stop looking like a zombie? In October 2020, my 30 female boyfriend, 30 male, lost his job in a gym. They let go of some members of staff and they are now closed due to government restrictions until earliest mid-May. He's been using government unemployment pay to contribute partially to our expenses. He kept thinking that gyms would be reopened so he didn't look for another job. During his unemployment, he has been getting even more in shape and working out for several hours a day while I have gone the opposite route. I do short workouts twice a week and go on walks. We also eat super healthy, lots of grilled vegetables and we have no junk food in the house. But I have picked up extra shifts and it's aging me, acne, age lines. I'm not in shape as I used to be and haven't been putting as much effort into looking good. Overall, he's much better looking than me, but he's never brought it up. The other day, we were going to the park to sit, distance with my boyfriend's friends and have a coffee and I grabbed the first thing I found and put it on. I said I was ready and he got really upset. He pointed out the shirt was old and tattered and that I had no makeup on and was looking like a zombie. His words. He then said how I had really let myself go and how he had stepped up his game and how he might be shallow but it needed to be said. I lost it and told him if I had nothing to do but work out, I'd also be ripped and fit but I had to work and looking hot was the last thing on my list. I refused to change and didn't go. He has since said he meant that he's worried about my health and that I overreacted by shaming him for not having a job, but I am not really sure how my shirt impacts my health. Am I the arsehole for refusing to change and stop looking like a zombie? I thought I was in the right, but my friend said that she's seen me around and that I do look really tired and worn out and he probably just worried and trying to motivate me. 
Now, this is how not to approach someone when you're concerned about their health. It's to say, I've stepped up my game. <laughs> I've stepped up my game, but you've let yourself go and you look like a zombie. Don't do that, guy. Just take this guy's advice. Do not do that. Bad move. And there's a whole bunch of different routes we could go down here, but it sounds like, you know, he's just at home all the time. He's able to do what he wants most of his day and he's chosen to work out, which fair play to him, but he can't criticize someone who's still working and still have other responsibilities in their life and have to deal with those. And with the pandemic and all that's going on right now, you know, it's affected everyone's mental health in different ways and everyone's dealing with it in their own way, which is absolutely fine. And instead of criticizing you, he should maybe be asking you how we can help you out so maybe you're able to take some extra time for yourself as well and i'm not criticizing op in any way shape or form because they're definitely not the asshole in this but i do think you know if if boyfriend is at home doing nothing apart from working out all day then absolutely he needs to be pulling his weight rather than criticizing and maybe start filling out some job applications and so you didn't have to take all these extra shifts on gee whiz anyway let's check out some comments to see what they say and Cola on the floor says, not the arsehole. How is insulting you supposed to motivate you? If he was really worried about how tired you looked, he would find another job to help take some pressure off you and not whine about how he looks so much hotter than you now. And Specific Shock says, not the arsehole. If he is really worried, he should start working a real job so that you don't feel as if you have to do so much. Take some time for yourself. Wear the clothes you feel comfy in, but most of all, get some rest whenever possible. And I am nobody says, not the arsehole, ugh, I hate it. When women are expected to put on makeup, put on the bra and dress up, or we look sick. You reacted in the heat of the moment, which isn't always great, but we're stating facts. It sounds like you and your boyfriend have some issues that you've both been sitting on rather than communicating with each other. You need to sit down and have a chat about how you are both feeling and listen to each other rather than taking aim. It's so easy to get in a rut in lockdown. Usual routines change. And TA says, not the asshole. let me get this straight. Boyfriend isn't working and not looking for a job. So he's spending all day doing whatever he wants, working out. You, presumably because your partner doesn't have a job, are working extra now during a pandemic. Did he take on all the cooking, cleaning and other housework? If not, you're basically carrying him in this relationship currently and he's trying to shame you for not living up to his beauty standards. Honestly, boyfriend sounds narcissistic, selfish and lazy. Boyfriend needs to step up his game as a contributing member of the household and take some of the stress off of you. Maybe then you'll have more time and energy to take care of your health. And ugh, need username says, not the arsehole. How does you look like a zombie, put makeup on, equal, I'm worried about your health. He's got nothing to do but work out while you pick up extra shifts to pay for you both. And one more from Illuminator007 saying, not the arsehole, so there's obviously a lot to unpack here in terms of differing responsibilities in time of unemployment, etc. I'm sure others will deep dive into that. My take is that even if we were genuinely concerned about your health, there's way more productive and reasonable ways he could have brought it up. That was really not cool on his part. And now I turn this one to you guys. What do you guys think of this situation? And what would you do if you had this partner? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. Now, once again, guys, thank you for being here today. I hope you did enjoy today's stories. And if you did, you know what to do. Hit that like, that subscribe, and maybe that notification bell too, as it massively does help out our channel. And I can never express that enough. You, your watch time, you clicking through on the videos and going to another video after this one has ended, 
all hugely helps out. So never play down what you're doing for the channel. It really does mean the world. And if you want to support the channel further, you absolutely can, but never any pressure to do so by clicking that join button down below for YouTube or heading over to the link for Patreon in the description and join up there. Again, hugely helpful. So thank you so much for being you and I will see you in the next one. Take care, guys. Much love. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, Hello Fresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.